systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Okay. Even if you're not moving, and you never plan on moving... I want you to pretend that you're moving and pretend to pack up just one room for fun and realize how much shit you have that you don't need. <laughs> Case in point, we are a household where no one drinks wine. Nobody drinks at all. And I have just sorted out about, I don't know, 50 wine glasses. <laughs> And besides the ones that had some sentimental memory because they had engravings from some event, yada, yada. We had our wine tours when we worked at the radio station. We had our own wine glasses. The rest of the stuff. I'm like, what are we, what, what, what are we hosting these wine bashes? And I'm not transporting them across the country. So, of course, I'm going to get rid of all of them. So, you too can do this just without the actual moving part. It'll help you kind of thin it out this spring i feel so stupid there was one glass that had a little um i, I don't know what they're called a little charm on the bottom of the glass that oh they do yeah now. i saw that yeah and uh it was from green ties for the dream which is my friend's charity that mm-hmm. we we did some work with i remember and i was like oh i don't want to get rid of that wine glass why don't we just keep it and then i was like duh why don't you just take the charm off and put it on a one that we already packed man i may <laughs> want to keep that one because i actually do have a memory from that night it's a funny memory, too. What is it? It's because they had a stand-up comic who um, bombed spectacularly. <laughs> and he was going to, and, and listen, they could have had Chris Rock up there. It didn't matter who it was. They they could have resurrected Richard Pryor. <laughs> and it was just a very intimate gathering of folks for a specific cause. And I don't think... I don't think they were ready for a comedian. I don't think they were ready for that kind of pay attention entertainment. They weren't boozed up enough till the end of the night. And uh, this poor guy and I, listen, I love stand-up comics. I have friends who are stand-up job. comics. It's a tough gig. But it, it, pay, it pays less than radio, surprisingly. Less, but you show up. Why? Because it pays something. Something, you know? yeah. And I know that guy was there that night, and he even set up his camcorder. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he goes, well, in case I get some good material, because they're always trying to get. Yeah, they you know, want to get a reel together. Yeah, and I'm thinking, I don't think you're gonna yeah, get it tonight. Tonight's not the night. I don't pal. think I'm, I'm like I'm the host of the evening. I don't think it's gonna be your night. Well, I'll keep the charm right. for the wine glass. Keep that one. Damn your bird! You shut the door. Be quiet, bird. <laughs> when she hears other people talking, she squawks. She wants to know if she's in on the conversation. Of course, here we are in the Pat and AJ podcast studios, uh, currently located in Mid Michigan, upstairs. <laughs> That is uh, our Senegal parrot, uh, Clea. She's your is, Senegal parrot. She hates me. Apparently upset that we're down, down here recording. Episode 22 of the podcast. Hello. How are you? AJ, how you living? Good. How are you? Can't complain. I'm doing good. good. I feel like I'm back in my natural habitat because I'm, I'm packing up the house. <laughs> and it's just something that I've done so many times in my life. As much as it's always a pain in the ass, it's it's never easy. No. It's, it's it's never fun. Well, it's never easy. It's never fun. But I will say, it gets easy. Yeah, yeah. You totally figure out how to do it more efficiently. Yeah, and the more you do it, you know, and the more you move and all that stuff. I do remember our daycare provider who used to come over to our 
house and get our son on the bus when we would actually go to our physical radio job for yeah. the morning show. And back when he actually went to school. That, he, he's in school now. Just started this week. Yeah, and then he's got spring break next week, so <laughs> that was short-lived. Um, no, but I remember, like, I apologized once for, like, the clutter. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I just, I felt like the walls were closing, and I'm like, I'm so sorry about the clutter. And she looked at me deadpan and said, you don't have clutter. And I said, what do you mean? And I forgot, she cleans like rich people's houses. Yeah. And she's like, you, you haven't seen clutter till you've Stuff, seen a rich yeah. people's house. And I, I realized I'm like, it's cause we've moved so much that we just, we purge our stuff like every five to seven years. And uh, minimalism it's in, do it. I'm telling you. You really, you know, when we first moved here to Michigan, we stayed in an apartment and we showed up with two car fulls of stuff, mm-hmm. some air mattresses, a TV, and I made a beeline to uh, Walmart to get dishes, stuff like that. And it was amazing how little we had and it had no issue with it. And like, how come we need four four sets of dishes now? I'm up there trying to like sort out I do remember glasses that glasses and cups and I go, SOB, we have this set we we, we have four right now. We have so four sets. I'll tell you where those sets come they are, they come from different parts of our relationship. Oh, so oh, man. So the set on the bottom right, which is the plain black kind of glossy glass set. Yeah. That's what I bought when we moved to Michigan and okay. had nothing to eat off of. Those are like cheap Walmart right. dishes. But they actually they've survived they have. Pretty well. All right. Um, the tan dishes with the black flowers, we yeah. got those as a wedding gift. All right. Um, we registered for those at Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Um, the white dishes with the green flowers, those are my grandmother's, and we will never get I rid know, of those. I know. And then the black kind of chalky dishes, and I think we're we're almost out of them. Almost all of yeah, them are broke. Yeah, all broke. Those were from, I think, your first marriage. Yeah, those are actually, <laughs> those were a wedding present from Kevin Cruz. Are you shitting me? I've been eating off a wedding present from your first wedding for the last how many years? <laughs> Kevin Cruz, now one of Salt Lake City's finest real estate agents. Anyone listening who wants to move For, to Utah. Former radio guy, now former, real estate agent. Former radio uh, man, now turned real estate mogul, Kevin Cruz. I do remember that. He bought me those for my first wedding. Well, we can get rid of those then. <laughs> those are the Good. ones that can go. Good, because I'm packing up all these boxes and then I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know. Listen, don't take this the downgrade. wrong way, but we're married and I've known you a really long time. Yeah. I was absolutely amazed to come home from dance class and see that you've done something. You. See, I was productive today. Because <laughs> usually Pat takes, and I'm just used to our morning show schedule, Pat takes the afternoon and just kind of, you know. He hangs. Yeah, sure. And But then I'm like, well, yeah, that was weird when you started going to school and all of a sudden your afternoons were full of internships and classes. Yeah, my schedule was a little tight for two years there. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, oh, it's cool. You know, take the afternoon and chill. So to come in the house and see that you had packed up dishes in the kitchen. You I got, got nothing to do. You replaced the basketball net. Like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of you. You know, it's nice outside. I can get things done. doesn't get dark at like 4.30 in the afternoon. It's kind of glorious. You know, that's what I'm here to do. We've had to start figuring that out. Um, um, when we start showing our house how we are going to maneuver the animals. Because <laughs> you don't want to have all your pets in the house when other people are walking through. I do believe the last time we sold a house in Wisconsin, we only had the dog yeah, and the, the bird. Yeah, the cat had just passed away, remember? So all we had to do when we showed the house was take the dog. Take the dog with us. And we'd go leave and go to the park, I whatever. I think we put the bird's cage on the back deck because it was summer. It, somewhere else? it was the middle of summer. So, like, it wasn't, she could be out there and just in her cage. It was not a big deal. But yeah, I talked to our realtor today and I was like, so about the cats, because she is convinced, and I, I knock on wood with this. I hope she's right. She's convinced we're going to have like days 
on upon days full of showings and that within like three days we'll have offers. I mean, she's like, you might as well go out of town because you're going to have to leave the house all day. From our experience on the other side, which has been buying, yeah. which, which we started to do in Hawaii and then ended up in Arizona doing it's, we know that's how insane it is. Yeah. I mean, me and you were looking at homes via FaceTime because we couldn't get there in person. Yeah. So I think she's probably right. Be interesting. Are we going to uh, give an update on our mortgage <laughs> since we bitched about it on the last podcast? Well, I mean, just more confirmation, just talking to people. Um, hey, it's really freaking hard to get a mortgage right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's still really hard, and we have more know. confirmation of that. I don't think we need to go into anything else that no. we got into more of, I mean, unless you just want to hear you know, AJ bitch some more. So no. you can do that for like a couple hours. No, I'm tired of bitching okay. about right. it. It's Good. getting old. But I th- we may have found a workaround, and I'll be interested to see if it works out. Yeah, it was very interesting. I had an in-depth conversation with a mortgage officer out of Arizona, the Tempe area, and we spoke kind of a lot about the entire arc, which of course comes from you know Fannie and Freddie and the uh, – mishaps of the early real estate bubble of the 2000s and then the resulting legislation which is now um meant to protect people has kind of been swung very hard the um in an extreme manner and he just kind of confirmed a lot of what we talked about right we all knew it was hard and he said yeah you're right it's hard and uh we found a workaround we're very lucky uh in that fact but uh i was getting ready to go to a loan shark i mean i figure the street right now it's been tough for the mob. I mean, normally... Yeah, it's been a tough time for everybody. Organized crime shakes down mom-and-pop businesses. They've all been shut down for like a year. So they're really looking to make money. I'm sure they've lowered their rates. Maybe it's 7% interest on a loan. If I can go to my local loan shark and get that loan I instead. did consider working the corner on Dort, but yeah. I think people are still... you know, mask, Sex workers are... It's hard right now with the Very pandemic. Nice. Sex workers in... um, Was it... Sw- where do they have the red light district? Where's that at? Oh, isn't that Amsterdam? Amsterdam. Uh, they're suing to go back to work because, of course, it's all legal above the board there. They're currently still restricted along with hairstylists. They're uh, apparently grouped with hairstylists, <laughs> and they're not allowed to the go. hairstylists love that. Oh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> and they really want to go back to work, and uh, the sex workers say that they will wear masks. So, you know. I mean. Which could see- be a good thing if you have a busted face. Like, if you're, <laughs> if you're like... You know, we all know our good and not so good features. And if you are someone who's blessed with a great body, but not such a great uh, moneymaker up top. Yeah. Wearing the mask. This is your golden time. Um, I do know that in countries where sex work is legal, which not that you care, but Pat and I both think it should be legalized yeah. and regulated and who yeah. cares. Um, but yeah, to say that it's regulated, like why don't they just treat COVID like they treat the STDs? Like they test these girls. That is true. All the time. So you so, rapid test them every day. So rapid test them for COVID every day. Like how is this any different? Just use those same. Then you probably got to rapid test the, oh, actually, again, you know what? We talked about this, rapid about how. Rapid test the, the guys and then rapid test the girls. Think about this. We've talked about how you need perks to get the vaccine. Like right now, Chris, <laughs> Krispy Kreme is like giving you like a donut um, every day. Am I the only one Every in this day, world who hates Krispy Kremes? No. Like, this yes. is not... Yes, you are. You're a terrible human being. <laughs> I hate them. So maybe in for, like, Amsterdam, they could say their vaccine pass, passport allows you to go see all the prostitutes. <laughs> and unless you have your vaccine... They, you know what? Those You can't go to the red light district. The sex workers should offer incentives. Like, hey, uh, free beach with your vaccination that's card. All, <laughs> that's all you have to do with uh, Amsterdam. Guys will come free. 
just running from all corners of the world, I promise. All you do in Amsterdam is uh, shut down everything that's cool. Just say, listen, you can't go to our coffee shops where you buy weed. You can't buy our cool magic mushroom truffles. You can't go see our prostitutes unless you have the vaccine. <laughs> Every Everyone. Everybody will get vaccinated. Lined, all lined up. They're like, fine, I don't care. Put it in me. Well, planning our next international trip after we have our vaccination. Uh, which, by the way, I think I may actually have, an, uh, I may be one step closer to getting like an appointment or a pre-registration Yeah, so what happened with that? I call, that's a homeless clinic that's going on, by the way. It's for homeless folks. Well, see, this is the problem with social media is people started sharing I this. I, I said to Pat, because Pat's been trying to get a vaccine and he's... Because like, I'm so close. I'm yeah. 42. And so right now, I believe in Genesee County, it's 50 and up. Um, and 18 and up with pre-existing medical conditions. And of course, on April 5th, everybody will be allowed to get the vaccine. There will be no more, you yeah. know, re- but... You got to like sign up and get registered and all that. So I've been just trying to do that. Well, that, what they're saying now is they're like the people who are in the groups that qualify have all pretty much gotten their vaccine. So they're allowing people in now who may not fit that criteria, but they're like, we have vaccines, come get them. I was trying to get one. So I saw one on social media that was flying around and it was like... Like a walk-up drive-through clinic, and I'm like, this is going to be a nightmare. And it was just, it started getting shared, and that's the problem: is it's not what we thought it was. I called, and they're like, no, that's uh for homeless folks. I'm like, no. well, it's not me. And they said, but if you want to register for this, well, here, let me connect you to this person. Of so course, did you register? Well, that person wasn't there, and of I didn't leave not. a message. I don't know, but you know, we'll figure it out. You We're know, all trying the, to figure it out. That's the one word that was not on that infographic was homeless. No. no. <laughs> it literally just said vaccine walk although up and drive through. Although I don't know. How do you fact check that? I mean, I, I couldn't I just walk up? They're like, you have ID? You'd be like, no, that's why I'm homeless. Well, and also don't a lot of people, I mean, a lot of homeless people don't have cars. So why yeah. would it be a drive through clinic? It's a walk up. It's a walk through clinic. It's true. How do they fact check that? I don't know. I don't know. Are you going to show up and try no, to find out? Like, I'm not going to be like those jackasses that like went to Florida and dressed dress up, up as, as old lady. Grandma. Yeah, old lady. No, <laughs> you ain't going to catch your boy slipping like that. As much as I want my vaccine, if you think I'm checking a homeless person out of line, <laughs> I can I can wait another week or two until it's my turn. You're a good person, Pat. Uh, uh, we have more good news about good people who do not include me. Uh, <laughs> that is coming up. Plus, how to spend your money? You'll never guess how. Good. The good news with Pat and AJ. All right. Got the good news. Always up, by the way, at patandaj.com. If you want to read and see all the pictures and tell all your friends about it, the good news actually comes from infinity and beyond. Where would that be? It comes from Toy Story Land, okay? <laughs> what? Actually, well, it does come kind of from everywhere California, Dallas, Arkansas, the sky. Anyone out there who's ever traveled with a child, especially a young child, how about a two-year-old, knows they probably have one or two items that are their toys. Yes. You don't mess with those. You have to have them at all times, everywhere. It's a, it's a soothing thing. So when the Davis family ended up traveling from California to Texas unexpectedly for a funeral this past January... Those are you, the worst trips, by the way. They are. I mean, because you're talking... Usually, in, usually traveling is exciting, but when it's an unexpected uh, flight to a funeral, I mean, you're like, oh. It's January, the pandemic's still uh, going on, and you have a little one you have to fly oh with. Oh, my gosh. And that's when they realize when they arrive in the Lone Star State that their two-year-old son's toy, Buzz Lightyear... Uh-oh. ...had magically vanished. Uh, 
Now, of course, they calmly told their son that Buzz was on a mission (laughs) and that he'd be joining them again very soon. Now, behind the child's back, they're making the frantic fun. Oh, my God. Where is Buzz? That's when they got a hold of Southwest Airlines, which is what they were flying. That's when they reached out to the rap agent, a man named Jason Ham, who was currently where the plane was, okay. which was in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, my gosh. He had an idea. He would go and search and find Buzz, which, by the way, he did. Good for you. Have we talked about what would happen if he didn't? <laughs> what was his contingency plan? His plan says he was going to get Buzz back to its rightful owner no matter what happened. Oh, that's so sweet. So what the man do? Well, he ended up taking the last flight of the night. Oh, my God. And made his way all the way to California to ensure that Buzz would be waiting <gasps> for them. When they got home. When they got home. Can you imagine flying with a little kid to a funeral, which is already a hard enough thing in the first place for for a, an adult. But then you got a kid, and now your kid's lost his favorite toy. In case you're wondering, Buzz documented his <laughs> adventure because he came with a letter and pictures. Oh, my God. Of his, of his adventure. He's to, like in the cockpit. To give to the little boy and say, here's what I did while you were at the funeral. Oh, my gosh. And this is all because uh, one, yeah. uh, one ramp agent, one gate agent said, all right. I'm going to take care of this. I got it. And ended up going from Arkansas to California while family was in Texas, unfortunately attending a funeral. And if that's not the good news, I don't know what is. I love that so much. That is so sweet. Like nobody, nobody had to take the time to do that. Nobody even had to take the time to look for that thing. And this guy was like, no, I'll do it. The last flight out to California from Arkansas. I love that. That is the cutest thing I've ever seen. To infinity or L.A. And, and beyond. beyond. The good news is up at patandaj.com. You guys make me feel good. Spread the good news now at patandaj.com. Is it just me or whatever gambling gets legalized? Does it seem like it's Biff's uh, 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 <laughs> casino from Biff, part two of Biff, Back to the Future? Come to Biff Tannen Super Duper Casino. Like... I swear, and that's I a, told Pat this while he was in Hawaii. I remember texting him one night, and I said, "Oh my God, they have done the whole legalized what is it? Legalized online sports? Ga- well, sports? I can't. Whatever they legalized sports book, it, yeah. sports book." And I said, "You would not believe the amount of advertising that every commercial break for every show was full of these gambling commercials." I mean, even my mom, who was visiting from Wisconsin at the time, said. What is going on here? She's like, I don't, what is this all about? And I'm like, oh, they just legalized it. Can't you tell? So, of course, I believe it all went through last year. And, and then COVID hit. And then all the sports stopped happening, which yeah. is not good for business when your business <laughs> is betting on the sports. You can't bet on games that don't that happen. don't happen. So, and can I say, I don't give a shit. I don't care if you gamble. I don't care if you drink. We all have a vice. I mean, we were just talking a little bit ago about how... Myself and AJ happen to believe that uh, sex workers should be legalized and regulated as well. Whatever it is. You know, it's funny you say that because I just got back from teaching dance class. Yes. And um, I was teaching my two male boy dancers. Mm-hmm. And they were telling me about all the tickets they won at the arcade at the Kalahari in Ohio. <laughs> it's like priming them. Well, priming, <laughs> them priming them for the casino. That's Cha-ching. what he said. <laughs> Kale goes... 
It's like gambling for kids. And yeah. I'm like, holy hell, you Can't are. Can't wait till I can go to MGM Grand. You are so right. That's what it is. So I don't care what it is you do, but holy balls, man. <laughs> Since I've gotten back here on the mainland and I was watching Hulu, so it's giving me all the local commercials. Every commercial. It makes me want to gamble. I don't even <laughs> like to gamble. I just like a, a good deal. And, and all these uh, gambling sites are, are like, yo, we'll match your first oh. uh, uh, deposit up to a thousand bucks. I'm like, oh, you match me for a thousand. What if I put it all on black? I turn two into four and then I cash out. <laughs> that was his That was his answer when we were kind of stuck on the mortgage yeah. thing earlier in the week. We're like, how do we come up with this money without going through a, a bank that's not going to give it to us? Yeah. And he said, well, if I show up and I put $100,000 on black and it hits, that's $200,000. And then you take the two and then you parlay it and you turn it into four and you're good. Oh. Listen, the weird part is AJ, she actually uh, dated for a short time a addicted gambler. And the fir- their first date, he took her to a casino. Now, let me tell you the story real quick. <laughs> Because talk about talk about a vice, you know, like what do you want to do tonight? Let's go gamble. So hindsight's twenty twenty, and I I was completely unaware that this this man had gambling problems. Which yeah. again, we all have issues. It's, we, a, it's, it's I'm not shaming anybody. I mean, my God, we all have issues. But, I have my own. It's okay. It's a very interesting vice, though. It's a very interesting vice. The lengths that people will go to, that gamblers, addicted gamblers will go to, like taking money from family. Sure. I mean, that to me is just mind-boggling. But anyways, so this guy picked me up for a date. We went out to dinner. And after we went out to dinner, he said, okay, we can go left or we can go right. Which one? And I was like, I don't know, left and he took me to the casino in downtown go. Milwaukee. There you go. And I'm pretty sure if I would have said right, you we still would have gone to the casino. <laughs> but then the irony is he ended up marrying one of my best friends. Yes. And she told me, holy hell, he has a gambling problem. Oh, well, yeah, sure. And, and she's told, I mean, it is, it's deep. The, these problems, oh, my God, they're just, they're, it's, it's crazy, and it's so sad. So it's just kind of weird to see that vice, and obviously it just it has a lot of money behind it, and that's all it's about. It's, that's what gambling is. It's and, and and we're speaking about Michigan, of course. I'm not sure where you're listening from. Maybe you're from a state that has you're from Nevada, and you're like, welcome to my life. Or maybe you're from Illinois now, which has opened up all the video gambling. So every time you go to a gas station, there's like at least one little machine. This is a true thing. You ever see that? You ever see dudes like sucking down cigarettes and then like yes. playing in like a, a, um, a gas station? Where was the last time I saw that? It wasn't a gas it's station. All over Illinois now. Is it? It's a huge Illinois. I think they thing. did something in Wisconsin. Like they had like the little video poker room. Yeah, and it was just and it was at like a bar. Yeah. I was like, this is a bad idea. These people are sucking down beers and gambling <laughs> at a machine, and they're never leaving. It's like a casino. But it, it, it it's just weird to see. Like I've been here, and it's like it's here, and there's so Told much you. money behind yeah. it. And they're just like, bet, 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 bet. You love your team? Bet on them. Come on, bet on them. Yo, this guy won a bunch of money. You're a sucker. You got no money. You want to have a bunch of money? <laughs> Give me your money. And they make they make getting money sound so easy. I mean, <sighs> we we needed money for a mortgage and couldn't get it. And based on those commercials, I think I could probably go out and get it. <laughs> but it's so weird to me that so you have casinos can advertise. Cigarettes cannot advertise. Alcohol can advertise. Weed, 
Who the fuck knows if they can advertise? Prescription medications. Those Prescription, can yes. Prescription medications, they can advertise 24-7 to you. If you have ever read one of those, they're called listicles, if you're wondering, where they say, like, you know, 10 things that people from Europe think are weird about America. Yeah. One of them is always the... Uh, commercials for prescription drugs because they're straight up like that's illegal in our country and they they just find it so weird they're like they are they're selling it to you and but you know we we have a for profit healthcare system but they always say that they're like commercials for drugs. What's weird about that is that those ones always dominate um, the Sunday morning news shows. Sunday morning news shows and um, the nightly news. Because yeah. I, I watched a lot of network TV. Think with about my demographics, mom. like who's yes. watching the news. And that's why when my mom was here, she was here for a month and we watched a lot of network TV. And I watched her to see what she was watching. And then I watched the commercials. Oh. And it's it's absolutely for her crowd. It's, it's prescription drugs geared towards people her age. And again, the only reason why they got to me is because I wanted to watch It's Always Sunny. And It's Always Sunny for us. We watch it on Hulu. And be honest, I haven't been watching a lot of Hulu. And the plan we have includes commercials. Yeah. And they're often local and targeted. And when I would watch Hulu in Hawaii, I would get local Hawaiian Listen, commercials. we're 80s kids. Commercials are no yeah, big deal. I know. So I'm like, <laughs> so they're targeted, but it's just, I, it's I, I just didn't realize how inundating it was. And it was just so weird to say, okay, so we, we let this, but why not let them all go on now? Come on. Why can't we get a back-to-back-to-back commercial now with come to a casino and the next one's like, come smoke weed. And the next one's like with a cigarette. And the next one's like with a Bud Light. And so, then the next one is like at the casino. Don't forget about us. So weed can not advertise on television because hell I've, I've never heard of it there are so many billboards and Bill, not, not even necessarily on this side of the they're state they're not doing radio um they, no i mean that that was a huge sticking point with the radio station we worked yeah. at it was a very weird gray area because it was legal yeah but they didn't want the money advert it was really and weird. they really didn't want us talking about it yeah they really were like we don't want you talking about weed oh my weed. god and they said talk about alcohol all the time and talk about wine talk yeah, about beer but you can't talk but about don't weed. talk about weed even though by the way the biggest growing demographic for recreational marijuana use is uh 50 plus i mean it's a double it was a double standard in utah when i lived in utah the land of nothing see they didn't even have a scratch off ticket there's not even been like a utah lot yeah so it was i couldn't even fathom like this is their worst nightmare that you allow a casino to open up in utah and all of a sudden your airwaves oh my god are inundated with ads that are like come get off get off my lawn get I mean, off my TV. but but it really is true because they say like it'll happen and i'm like no it won't and i came back to again biff biff's casino <laughs> which is let's be honest before detroit was bouncing back downtown was kind of resembling Everything downtown back, was Biff's Casino. Back to the Future Part 2 with the <laughs> yeah, Motor City Casino. I had stared that place at looks it. so cool. I had stared at it many a night. It's like, am I going to Biff's? What is happening here? <laughs> but, you know, it's it's just... It's it like, is very weird that they can advertise some vices, but not others. So it's like, what you know, which vices do we regulate and which ones do we not? It was funny, though, when I was driving across the state last weekend, we don't have a lot of weed billboards here in the Flint area. Mm-hmm. But as you get to the west side of the state... yeah. There, every every other billboard is a dispensary. You think it's because people are coming up from Indiana? You think? 
I would imagine so because that's the route I took. I drove yeah. through to Indiana. Um, but Indi- it, Indiana's sandwiched between two recreational marijuana states. Yeah, and I bet Illinois. the cops love it. Oh, they might just <laughs> they sit just sit there. at the border and oh, wait for you, man. Um, but yeah, it was funny. I w- I was chuckling to myself in the car, and my mom's yeah. like, "What's so funny?" And I'm like, "All the weed billboards," because they were really clever. You know, their jokes about being high sure. and blah blah blah. Dude, you have the best marketing team known to man. A yeah. bunch of potheads. Yeah, you put a bunch of potheads Great together. And you're like, we need an idea. Now, don't get me wrong. It takes like seven and a half hours to get that one, you know, idea. <laughs> and like six bags of Doritos, yeah. maybe a and couple of pizzas. I don't know. It's just weird to me, man. It All is of a sudden, strange. I feel like I'm being marketed to. You are. I told you it was good. I'm like, wait till you come home. You're going to be shocked at the amount of advertising they're doing for this gambling stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Biff Tannen Museum, dedicated to Hill Valley's number one citizen and America's greatest living folk hero. The one and only Biff Tannen. Of course, we've all heard the legend, but who is the man? Inside, you will learn how Biff Tannen became one of the richest and most powerful men in America. See Biff's humble beginnings and how a trip to the racetrack on his 21st birthday made him a millionaire overnight. Discover how in 1979, Biff successfully lobbied to legalize gambling and turned Hill Valley's dilapidated courthouse into a beautiful casino hotel. I just want to say one thing. God bless America. I'm watching a new show on Netflix. It's called The One. And it's British. So I feel cultured. It's really interesting. It's like a mystery. I won't ruin it. Fi- it's fiction? Yeah. Okay. I won't let. Yeah. Isn't that funny now? We have to qualify that because we're also used to like watching the fucking Tiger King or something. <laughs> we're like, all right, hold on. Is this a real story? Oh, not. Oh, no. What's it's not. What do we call that? Nonfiction. Oh. <laughs> so no, it's 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 um kind of like Black Mirror. Remember, like Black Mirror was a Netflix series. Yes, it was kind of like sci-fi. Oh, it's crazy. It's kind of kooky, very Twilight Zoney. It's it's very it's the British Twilight Zone is what it is. But so it seems to be like some kind of a show. There's a season up, but it's really neat. There's the concept behind the one is an app called the one, and it is a DNA biological matching technology that finds you the one that you are meant to be with. Oh, I can see where all the problems arise from this. Yeah, well, I mean, that's like (laughs) the funny, I mean, it's really interesting. I mean, obviously this is science fiction we're talking about, but the reason why it it, it like really is cool is because one, when AJ was getting her COVID test, you got to wait or your COVID vaccine. You got to wait 15 minutes afterwards. You got to hang out. Yeah. So we're hanging out in Walgreens. And I'm sitting in front of the wall of shit that you can test for <laughs> using saliva or your pee. Well, basically all the stuff they show on TV that you can test for, it's everything. available at Walgreens. I mean, it's all there. I mean, everything from if you want to drug test your kid, see if he's smoking some weed at 16. There's DNA tests. There's DNA tests. Is that really my baby? Um, oh no, is my bo- boss a meth head? Let's find out. <laughs> There's allergy testing. Uh, food sensitivity testings. And then, of course, there are the ancestry yeah. and the who am I DNA, which are already coming into weird spaces because people are submitting DNA samples to huge databases, which are being accessed by law enforcement. Oh. Which in some cases... As with, um, what was the uh, one we, we watched 
uh, Patton's wife, Oswald Patton's wife. Patton Oswald, yeah. Patton Oswald's wife. Oh, um, the Golden State, State killer. killer, yeah. That's how he was convicted because yeah. someone in his family tree, like thirty years later, because submitted, the, yeah. Because why? Oh, it's fun because there's a commercial and I want to see if I'm really German. Oh, turns out I'm Irish and German and English, and then all of a sudden your DNA is out there. So this show kind of somewhat deals with it, where it's like if we can get a database of DNA. And they, they prove some kind of science where we can match people. Like, this is the person you're meant to be in love with. Yeah. And that's a weird concept to think yeah. that you might be married to someone, but there's someone else out there that that's is like better for you. genetically meant, you guys are meant to be together. And the whole show's concept, or I guess the concept of the app, is it's kind of like a dating app now. Okay. It's like, do you want to find the one? Oh. Then submit your DNA sample. Because they need to build up the DNA. Yeah. Now, some people submit, and then they have to wait until they get a match, because maybe their match yeah. hasn't submitted. Or there's folks that match and never contact the well, match. Yeah. Maybe they're already married, but they just wanted to know. And it's causing in the show all this cultural disruption, yeah. and it's causing a spike in the divorce rate. <laughs> because pe- No, really? Because everyone's getting out of their marriages, yeah. and they're going to like, well, I'm going to go find... The one. And it was an interesting concept that they said it would eliminate dating. Yeah. If you knew, yeah, because the whole point of dating is trying to figure out who's the right fit for you. And if you didn't have to do that, then why do it? And when they're like coming up with this technology, which, which who knows if it's, I mean, I don't know if, if it's, you, I doubt it's if real. you can genetically actually be predisposed to be meant to be with someone. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. I don't know how, if it's even possible. But when they're coming up with it, that discussion happens is, well, isn't that something you want to experience? Don't you like the experience? And the woman behind it goes, what? Bad dates, bad sex, terrible breakups. Yeah. No, I would I would not want to go through that again. Or jumpstart all that and go straight to the person straight to the one. that makes you feel like butterflies in your stomach. So is this show, like, is every episode about it the same thing? So it's... Because Black Mirror and The Twilight Zone, yeah. every episode is standalone. No, the only the, the only reason why I made the comparison is because it kind of deals with a little bit of a different future. But the whole series is about that yeah. app. Okay. But it's all about this app, and there's a, there's a few storylines going on. The predominant one, there's a murder mystery with the CEO and developers okay. of... The technology. Okay. So you get to see that happen. But you also see these sub stories where people are finding the one. They're getting matched and then they're finding out that the one died. Oh, oh. You know, they find out that that their match passed away. Or there's someone who wanted to find out if she was meant for her husband and sent in the, their DNA and all of a sudden found out. His match lives over there, and she wanted to go see what his match oh, would be like. My so there's a lot, but it's just really neat because it's like I'm like, boy, are we that close to doing it, man? Because you can tell that like there, it's 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 based in a reality that's taking what we do now with Tinder and Match and eHarmony, and it's just and bum- Ancestry, yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and like Ancestry.com, and it's just you know kind of comboing it and amping it up a little bit. I'm like, that could be in the future, dude. You could theoretically find a match that's like scientific for you. 
I mean, you know, it's, it's a cool show. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.